Yeah, we got some Saturday morning superstars. Put it in your mouth farts. Yeah, stick stick it in your earballs. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna put our mouth farts in your earballs. Yeah, you're just lucky we're not going nasal this week. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to Saturday Morning Superstars. We are in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada for June 27th, 1992. My name is Than. I am Dom. We're in the room where it happened, man. We're in Hamilton. <laughs> we are. 1776. <laughs> New York 1776. City. 1776. Yes. Victor Vic Cops. Victor Cops Coliseum. Yeah, Vic Victor Vic Cops Coliseum. Yeah, I I don't think they've ever been there before because they open up the broadcast and like it's a nice place. Uh, a little bit of history of the Victor Cops Coliseum. It is actually um, the uh, on January twenty fourth, nineteen ninety eight, the arena that hosted the world uh, the WWF's first ever Royal Rumble. Really was there? Yes, which of course was won by Jim Duggan. Um, so they were there before, but it was, uh, it's a fairly new arena. It was completed in 1985. Um, uh, yes. Named for Victor Vic Cops, who was a Canadian politician and a former mayor of Hamilton. Uh, also hosted In Your House Breakdown, 20, uh, September 27th, 1998. Uh, now known as the first Ontario Center. Uh, so apparently they didn't care too much for Victor Cops anymore. Yeah. Found out he's a brutal cops. <laughs> he was he was not a good cops. And uh, oddly enough, I found this little tidbit out about it. Saturday Night Live has used the an exterior of the arena in many of their ESPN classic sketches. Oh yeah, this is the place. Well, it's a nice place. It is a nice place. Ho- Holy Hamilton joke. Uh, I, I like how perfect thinks that anybody that has the name Hamilton. Uh, uh, comes from Hamilton, Ontario, uh, <laughs> quoting, of course, Alexander Hamilton, uh, uh, George Hamilton. Um, of course, he forgot uh, Linda Hamilton, uh, one of my personal favorites, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, uh, Margaret Hamilton, who was American nurse in the Civil War. Natasha Hamilton, who was the member of the girl group Atomic Kitten. <laughs> Atomic Kitten. <laughs> yes. I Googled, you know, people, famous people with the surname Hamilton to see who he forgot. Yeah, well, he even picked a Hamilton that's not even a Hamilton. Yes. Dorothy Hamilton or Hamil. Hamilton. Hamil. Hamilton. Hamilton. Yes. Right near Hamilton Beach. Yeah, this week we got Nails, Legion of Doom, an interview. Yes. Uh, with Legion of Doom. And this is not what I expected. And this is the end of the line. Yes. Whatever last week was, was peak <laughs> LOD. Because from this point on... It all goes downhill. It's a shark jump. It's a breakup. It's Heidenreich. It's, <laughs> it's it, puke. It's, yes. it's sunny. The, the drunk angle. Nothing good happens past today. No, no, not at all. From this point on. And you had, you had alluded to this a couple of weeks ago. Me not being a... A watcher of this error when it first occurred, I was not quite sure what you taught you were talking about. Oh my god! Uh, and now that I see it, I'm just like, oh no, here it comes. <laughs> I I didn't remember how this started, mm-hmm. and we'll get there. But yeah. while they're coming through the rubble and they pick up this dummy, yeah. I think, <laughs> oh god, damn it! No, it's Rocco. Yeah, here comes Rocco. Here comes Rocco. Oh, well. Well, we don't start that way. We're two minutes in, and we have uh, Red Tight Nick Danger. (laughs) Danger. (laughs) That's the best part of this guy. That name. (laughs) That's it. 
Rick Danger. Yeah. Uh, he looks like somebody who could have been somebody or was somebody. Well, here's a problem that I found in my my fact searching, uh, because the, the site that I usually go to, which is the uh, Internet Wrestling Database, the IWDB. Um, <laughs> it's just M upside down. Yes, exactly. Basically, uh, it, a lot of our wrestlers on here uh, didn't have much on them. In fact, most of them that we will find had two matches to their name, one of which is the one on this show. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is a show a challenge recorded the day after this in the same exact place so they were on both shows but that's all they have to their names but some of them are not completely accurate so i I looked up some some nick danger facts because i just love the name it's an awesome name because i was like he looks like he's he's done something so when you when you google nick danger wrestler the first thing that comes up is a bunch of these pictures of nick danger with famous wrestlers (laughs) (laughs) he's like the forrest gump he's around everything that happens Yes, there's a picture of him with Crush. There's a picture of him with uh, Undertaker and Boss Man. There's a picture of him with Hercules. Um, <laughs> Hercules, <yeah>. Hercules, <laughs> Hercules. He's there with all these guys uh, and a couple more. But yeah, you go to the the W the the IWDB. He's got the two matches to his name, but he does have a website uh, in which uh, shows his his acting credits ah. as well. Because because he had some wrestling credits, of course, but he also did some TV acting for some pretty famous shows. I, I was curious as to which episodes these were. He was in uh, Six Feet Under. He was in Firefly. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Uh, Star Trek Enterprise. Mm. He was in Married with Children, Murphy Brown, Roseanne, Northern Exposure. Wow. And even did some movie stuff as well. Why is he taking bumps? He's got an acting career. Yeah, he did uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. He did Spawn, uh, Escape from L.A. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's got some good, he's got some credit. He's, he's been in good movies. He is Forrest Gump. But the, the one thing that caught my eye was in his moving a- movie acting credits. He names like all these pretty high high-end movies and then at the the last one it says and of course dance with danger is that his own movie i'm guessing i i didn't go that deep into it because i feared i would never come out let, let me put it this way if you watch this danger movie at a hotel would you be billed separately <laughs> It's possible. It's possible. Uh, I'll have to do a little bit more digging on that one, but I just found it quite interesting that that was, you know, billed as end of course dance with danger. He looks like a prototype main eventer for Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Yes. Yeah, he's right up that alley. Definitely. Well, he's uh, actually facing a, a real wrestler <laughs> in yes. the form of uh, Davy Boy Smith, the British Bulldog. Yeah. Always be closing. Vince is saying he must be taking his IcoPro. Again, IcoPro ad. A lot of IcoPro tonight. I like how they, they, they went off the, the confused angle from all the Hamilton jokes and, and Perfect builds off that by saying Perfect, uh, or Perfect says Bulldog is confused with that hairstyle. I, I wrote that down. Yeah. I also like after, well, you know, he's, he's beating down poor Rick Danger. Rick Danger doesn't have much of a chance here. No. Uh, they mentioned Repo Man. They mentioned the hanging because that's the big thing he's trying to avenge. And uh, we get a picture and picture of the bulldog instead of Repo. We get Repo later. It's double bulldog. Repo's going to go to obedience school. Yes. And after he's done the promo, Perfect has like one of his many lines of the night, which is, why won't the bulldog speak English if he's from Britain? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was British. And like Vince is like, yeah. He's like, then why, why won't he speak English? Why won't he speak English? <laughs> I have no idea what he's saying in there. I, I, I love this uh, general promo of basically you're saying you failed to kill me, so I'm going to beat you up. Yeah, that's right. He's like, <laughs> you didn't finish the job, so I'm going to take you to obedience school. Like British hero James Bond. Mm-hmm. Repo is the villain who didn't, you know, had him. Didn't finish him off. I will get you next time, Mr. Bond. Yep. Nope. Gave away his master plan. Now no, he's in for it. He is. Uh, Bulldog does your favorite move, which is hold the guy up in midair for an eternity and have and the guy lets him. And he, and he just sticks his feet straight up in the air for no apparent reason, where all he really has to do is, you know, 
wave around a little bit and Bulldog loses his, <laughs> his balance and they both fall to the ground. Great power slam, though. He gets some air on this one. To, yes. To put an end to it. Yeah, they did like a they did like a stop. Yeah. Uh, uh, in the replay to show like how the how much like got his feet off the ground, which I thought was pretty cool. That was a good way to finish it off. Yeah, you get some good air. It looks effective, too. Like, I, I know that it's not a flashy move, but that looks like it would hurt. It's like one of those moves where you got to be a big enough guy to make it look like it, it would really kill you. Mm-hmm. And, and Bulldog's that. He's he's a big dude. Certainly. We're out of there pretty quick, actually. We got Gene, who is um, covered in Ica pros. <laughs> <laughs> yes. His desk is littered with this thing. Yes. And he's wearing a tie made of high school AstroTurf. I was wondering about that tie. I, I just have new tie for Gene this week. <laughs> yeah. He's not wearing your, your grandmother's uh, um, uh, coffin fabric anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's moved on to uh, some leftover AstroTurf. Yes. The Ica Pro on, on screen, and I know we've gone through this before, but I... I didn't notice this one before because there's a few just the names of some of these are interesting because you've got your thermic force yes you've got colossus yeah storm thermic mist because if you need like a mist yeah that was one of the little tiny ones in the front and then my personal favorite which i still don't get wind wind (laughs) that's the one at the top wind you got to keep that one capped (laughs) Uh, oh who opened it who let it out? Who opened the wind? Oh, no. Things empty now. Like it was empty before. <laughs> uh, I like Oxy Blast. Oxy Blast. I want to try Oxy Blast. Oxy Blast. Is that like Oxy Cotton? Uh, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> what I liked is the Ica Pro 800 number was still visible. They did not blur it out or anything. Yeah. So, um, you know, now that we're here, we're calling it. <laughs> it's got to be something else at this point. It's going to be somebody's home phone number. It is. Stop asking about IcoPro. Find out a whole lot more by calling 1-800-634-1010. Your call cannot be completed. Oh. oh. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah. uh, not connected to anything else. Out of service now. Yes. Unfortunately. Ico, no. Ico, no. Yeah, we got, I mean, they're showing everything. We got Ico Pro. We got the pages of WWF Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a video package of Tatanka visiting a reservation. Visiting his brethren in his wrestling gear, nonetheless. Like, he wasn't in street gear. He's in his wrestling gear for this. Yeah, they, they should have had him getting off the, uh, the school bus on the fifth grade trip, because that's what this looks like. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> this is elementary field trip place written all over it. <laughs> In fact, I'm sure they pulled all those kids from there. Yeah, too. they were on a field trip. They were on a field trip. And hey, you want to you want to be on WWF TV? <laughs> and then they had Tatanka talk. Yeah, to the kids to lecture them about being an Indian. That was well, I get that, but it was so awkward because he had to put in like all the Rick Martel stuff. <laughs> yeah, he had to put his angle. <laughs> yeah, well, he's to put his angle in. He's talking to a bunch of like fifth graders. He's trying to sell them tickets to the match. They don't care. They don't care about this stuff. It was hilarious. And the, and he just ends it all with, you know, your basic, you know, do good stuff, kids. And listen to your elders. Yeah, don't do drugs. Stay in school. Listen to your mom and dad. Yeah. Do you know what all this stuff represents on me? And they're like, no, that's not what any of that stuff really represents. <laughs> Not at, not at all. You should have had like one of the 10-year-olds come up and explain to him what it means to be Native American. Yeah, my red hair represents the blood of uh, uh, my bloodline or something like that. Uh, yeah, he's, he's Indian-splaining it to them. <laughs> Don't ever Indian-splain. You don't, yeah, it's not right. It's awful. We're out of that and uh, that awkwardness still to come the LOD interview as we go to commercial, but we don't get it. We open up to another always be closing. We got a shot of a kid eating the Undertaker's superstar ice cream bar. Yes, he had his head taken off right there. So. Yeah, bites his head off. It's cold as he is. What the what the berserker would like to do to him, he, he can do <laughs> in an ice cream bar. That's right. <laughs> berserker's like, yeah, 
Took his test on me. Yes. Uh, we got Red Tight, Rick Johnson, and Chico Martinez. Yes. Uh, Rick is eight foot twelve. <laughs> exactly. I I completely feel like this this was either a joke backstage that they put these two together, or they literally just pulled two guys out of a hat and said, "All right, you guys go be the tag team for this," because these guys look like they had never talked to each other before. Uh, you know, uh, Rick Johnson looks like a, is a Dolph Lundgren lookalike. Yeah, he's like r- one of the the Bond Aryan henchman villains. Yes, exactly. Whereas Chico uh, is another reason we both could have been wrestlers. Oh yeah, man, I, I could take Chico. He looks at it like he's about four foot eleven, both ways. Yes, exactly. It, it just it didn't make sense to put these two together. So they're in the ring, and then we get uh, the Nasty Boys coming down the aisle from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah, right, man. That's the first time I remember hearing that. I remember them being from Allentown, but I, it's been a while since I, I heard them uh, announce it. Yeah, and it was it was prominent because even like Perfect and, and Vince uh, commented on it. Yeah. The, the pride of Allentown. Well, I mean, how hard is that? <laughs> like, like, what's the bar of being the pride of Allentown? Like, yeah. We're not too far away from there. I mean. <laughs> it wouldn't take much yeah. to be the pride of Allentown. Yeah, Allentown sets a low bar. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, there goes our Allentown listeners. <laughs> they don't have technology. Yeah. yeah, and we got, for some reason, Jimmy Hart. And this is a team that does not need a mouthpiece. These guys are fine. No. I want to say, and I don't really remember... Because, you know, it's been forever in a day. I think they end up with a, a face run in the WWF. I don't really remember, but I don't think they go out bad guys. Yeah, because my my knowledge of this area is not great, except for what I've been watching here and what I've been doing my research on. Um, so I don't recall them when I started watching again. Um I don't recall them being there anymore at that point. So it might have been after. Yeah, I know they jumped to WCW with Hulk. Apparently they were kind of tight with Hulk, probably through Jimmy or whatever. Yeah. I just remember them being without Jimmy Hart. (laughs) And I long for those days. Yeah. With the Jimmy Hartless, because they don't need it. I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, they they have their act down. They're the best tag team as far as oh yeah personality and the whole act uh jimmy's just running around like a clown being a distraction they got it all together and they're one of the few ones right now yeah you got lod and the beverly's i guess but you know they're not just two guys they're they're actually they're like a team and they've they've always been a team they've always been a team and it's you know that's that's also alluded to during the match is like they've been together forever and and you can tell you know they they do have a chemistry um they they have a look they like they look like they should be together and not just because they both have like the same haircuts but they both have like the same body type even have like a lot of the same like facial you know facial feature i don't know what you want to call that but they they just look like they fit together yeah they could have been uh they could have easily been the nasty brothers yes exactly and you, and you would have bought it yeah um bell rings immediately uh destroy the red tights with a trench coat choke out and vince's teasing high energy as opponents yep they mentioned something that you've been mentioning for like nine weeks now yep uh, Vince points out that Jimmy Hart's managing them and the tag team champions, and shouldn't the Nasty Boys be a little bit upset about that? Yeah, because, yeah, because we've been kind of talking about that, especially with the the promos, the way that the Nasty Boys have angled themselves in these promos is like saying they they've been the best, they look to be the best again, they want to, you know, they're coming, they don't really call out money inc but they're you know they're saying they'll be the champs again uh, and things like that in their in their promos and uh the you know it's never said that is you know jimmy hart standing there right with him like wait a minute you know i i manage the champs we can't do that right now you know but uh yeah vince finally says something about it i i did notice that as well you know, as I as I said, I, I don't really know what's coming up here, but maybe that alludes to uh, the face turn. That's what made me think about it. I was like, I wonder, because I swear that they were good nasty for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if it's here. I don't remember if it's in WCW or whatever. Yeah. We will see. It's going to come up. No. Unfortunately, we get a picture in picture of high energy. Yes. I think they've just decided with these to let 
Owen do the talking yeah. because Coco's just got nothing. I think at this point, I think he's just he all all he knows is the title of of uh, of their tag team. Yeah, that's, that's right. They just he just lets them bookend it. They start with high energy <laughs> and end with the same thing. I mean, that's yes. the only thing they let them do. Yeah, they got Frankie way way away from Owen now. He's in a perch <laughs> in the way way back in the crates because yes. last time he tried to like bite Owen's hand off. Yeah. And then yeah. the time, time after he tried to bite Owen, they didn't even have him in the promo. This time he's like way in a perch. Yes, they keep, they keep him uh, at bay <laughs> so uh, Owen can do his thing. And, you know, Coco starts with this high energy. Owen does his thing because he's good at that. And he's like, what do you got to say about that, Coco? And all Coco can say is high energy. <laughs> they basically turned him into the genius. Right? He just says like one line at the end of the promo. Exactly. That's your tagline. That's all you say. Let Owen do the rest. <laughs> hey, we get a pit stop. We haven't had a pit stop in forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was I was commenting on that. Um, the last time we saw them, they didn't do one. So, but they... No, they hadn't done it. They brought it back. I'm, I'm starting a new segment within the show called Pre-Med Vince or <laughs> Touch of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Ew. Because um, <laughs> Vince tries to describe body parts, but he has no anatomical knowledge. So today we have uh, knee to the abdomen area. <laughs> I did write that down somewhere. Abdomen area. Yes. So there you go. Pre-med Vince with his touch of Grey's anatomy. Yes. Touch <laughs> knee to the abdomen area he's not he's not quite sure if that's the abdomen so he'll just say the area it's somewhere in that area it's in the window of he hits him in the leg he's somewhere in the arm area i don't know what the nasties were doing before this match but by the end of the thing they look kind of they're exhausted <laughs> like yeah they're really tired well, he had some big moves to finish this off. You get you get the power slam, um, and he's holding him up there for a while because he's got he picks him up in the corner. He's like, "Oh wait, I got to tag my partner." Goes over to tag Knobs and then goes back to the corner, gives him the power slam, and then Knobs comes off the the top rope there and delivers some type of elbow. <laughs> oh, the sags jump off. Yeah, it's like you yeah. Know, doesn't quite land right it looks like he got yeah. his feet out from under him it's like he he jumped off landed on his feet and then just kind of fell uh the replay is the knee to the abdomen area mm -hmm. but perfect calls it a smash to the face <laughs> so that area is a large area <laughs> covers a good chunk of his body yes yeah well you know it's in the area it's it's in the area yeah, it's on it's on the guy yes uh we get the freeze frame of the pit stop that was that was good to see yep <laughs> We got segment number five. We're in the event center with Sean Mooney. Back to him. And uh, promo number one is, unfortunately, Tito Santana. Oh, my goodness. Trying, trying as hardest, trying as hardest. Sean kind of uh, says that Tito is uh, willing to break the rules, and I don't see that in Tito. Tito Santana's not a break-the-rules guy. No. Well, you know, there's so much happening in WWF right now, more than I've ever seen. And El Matador is right in the thick of things. I'm not quite sure how. He's been on TV like twice. Yes, he, but he's right in the thick of things. There's a lot of wrestlers that I have no like for. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he said. I wasn't sure if it was I have no life for or I have no like for, but I went for like for. Talking about the likes of Shawn Michaels, Mr. Arrogance himself, the model Rick Mortel, who goes around with that pump. Ew. <laughs> and I'm ready for any of those wrestlers who think they're better and above everyone else. You know, there's a lot more wrestlers who think they're better. Uh, uh, no, I did. I said that right. There's a lot more wrestlers. You know, there's a lot more to wrestling. There it is. In the WWF, then in order to survive, you got to have it up all up here in the mind. <laughs> that, that sentence makes no sense. I was trying to, you know, work my way through that. And I guarantee you the training of the training the Matador went through has helped him. That, that promo went nowhere. Yeah. He says he's smart as convincingly as Fredo Corleone says it when he's in Godfather 2. <laughs> I'm smart. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says. <laughs> 
and I think he's calling out everybody because Tito doesn't have a story right now. Like he has no opponent. No, he's just on the sidelines, kind of waiting for his opponent. Yeah, it's just like I guess I'll plug him in with anybody on the card because he doesn't have a feud of any kind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess against a bull. <laughs> like, that would have been great. What? Where was Mantar yes. during this era? I mean, you had a Matador. You had a guy dressed up like a bull. Put these two guys together. It writes itself. It does. You killed my father, El Matador. <laughs> <laughs> write, write the story. Yeah, that's so good. That's right. His best opportunity at a at a uh, at a feud right now could possibly be Kamala. Maybe because Kamala's you know Kamala's the the most wild. Doesn't really know what he's doing. All he's, if he shakes his you know. Matador. Oh, it puts the cape out and Kamala would charge it. Yeah. Could Kamala be. might charge it, you know. He sees red flashy things. He goes for them. Should have fought the red rooster. That would be a good one. <laughs> that would have made sense. Promo number two. We got Repo. I thought it was the same promo as before. The summertime and the lights out and I can't steal cars because day, daylight's too long. Mm-hmm. But then... He started getting more into the the bulldog thing, so it's like he mushed two other promos together into this promo. Yeah, it sounds like he like did maybe two or three of these promos at the same time, and he just kind of did the same thing. But one is more bulldog specific, whereas another is uh, a, a little bit more general. I'd say this is a big strike too, as far as our promos go on this episode right now. No, they've been pretty bad. I mean, well, I. If you're counting Tatanka, we're, we're we're three and out here. We are three and out. Easy. But we're going to promo heaven, my friend, because up next, oh. Razor 3. Yay, Razor Ramon promo is going to save us. We were wondering when it was going to happen. He has his vest. Yeah. He's got his vest gimmick going. The vest is on. His Tinder date shows up, wondering why there was no follow-up. <laughs> yes. Why she only got two stars or whatever. Throw that blonde to the curb, man. <laughs> it's it great I threw with you Chica I scar her heart for life <laughs> and then he's like when I go wrestle a guy I'm gonna scar your soul I, I, I scar her heart I scar your soul it's awesome this is why Scott Hall was Scott Hall <laughs> yes Yes. This chick is wearing uh, her Daisy Dukes on top of her leggings. I guess that was a style for the early 90s. This this is exactly why Razor wants nothing to do with her. <laughs> wearing two pairs of pants. That's a lot of work. That's way too much work. Let's get that out of here. You got a belt. You got Daisy Dukes. You got, you got a onesie. You got a, a, a t- leotard. It's like a leotard thing yeah, going on there. She's like half 80s, half 90s. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is coming to the WWF not for fun. It's all business. Meh, meh, meh. Oh, can't wait. Yes. Can't get here soon enough, Razor. Deliver us from Tatanka and Repo Man. Please. <laughs> Red tight, uh, Ico no, Glenn Ruth in a Speedo. Glenn Ruth, headbanger thrasher, is back for more. Oh, I keep on forgetting that this guy actually turns into someone decent because right now yes. he's uh, wearing uh, Saved by the Bell's graphic package on his crotch. <laughs> yes. This is headbanger thrasher? That is headbanger thrasher. Oh, my God. That's a transformation. Exactly. You got to put him in a kilt. You got to shave his head. You got to give him earrings and... <laughs> He looks like soccer dad, Glenn. Yes. Right now. Yeah. He looks like he's getting out of the minivan that his wife forced him to buy. Yeah, he's got nothing to him. He's just, you know, there's, there's no gimmick there. So give him a gimmick. He'll be fine. He will be fine. Headbangers were, were pretty, you know, they were like the the better bushwhackers. Yes. Yes. Uh, Vince chimes in with, what's a chica? <laughs> Coming from the razor thing. What's a chica? Oh, I'm sorry, Vince. Well, we we got the card uh, of all cards here because out comes Virgil. Oh, God. Virgil has like this poppy Latin theme music. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that or not. but they had it lying around. Yeah, this is not becoming a Virgil whatsoever. You know, I know they're trying to make him as babyface as babyface can be, but it, his his theme music does not help him. No. At all. And they're pushing him as being like one of the most popular wrestlers. He's a perfect example of what drug-free is in the WWF. Vince is pushing the drug-free zone. Yes, they call him Prime Beef. 
Virgil's not wearing his striped pants. He had these candy striper striped pants. He's in shorts this week. Mm-hmm. More like a boxer. Yeah, it's like a boxer outfit. Virgil gives a suplex to poor Glenn. The perfect things kills him. Yes. Uh, I don't think that, that Glenn Ruth was supposed to go that hard onto his head, but that looked like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, and then he tosses him outside the ring. Yeah. And Glenn, Glenn, I think, is on in space at that point because <laughs> Virgil actually has to push him over because I don't think Glenn is actually on Earth right now. I think he's halfway to Zoltar with that drop on the head. Yeah, and then Virgil goes, jumps over the rope onto him. We get a dive. Yeah, we, that's our first dive I've ever seen. Yeah. Or that we've seen so far. I couldn't believe it. That was, that was pretty big, but uh, I don't know if Glenn was quite ready for Like he, You can see Glenn put his hands up, so I, I think he, he did his best to... To help out old Virgil there, but Virgil didn't do him any uh, favors. Uh, we got our first mention of SummerSlam, so we are on our way to start promoting that show. Finally. Yeah. Finally. I've been looking for a pay-per-view. Uh, so it looks like all these rival rivalries are building up towards SummerSlam. Yeah, you'd think. I'm hoping. I don't know if they blow off the house shows and then start anew with SummerSlam or if they're going to actually finish them off. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll see. I don't know the card. It's funny because, you know, we go... If we think about it, you know, in this day and age where things so happen so quickly, the Repo Man's um, promo against the Bulldog talking about like how he strung him up and everything. Like, according to this timeline, that happened about six weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) You know, on a challenge episode. So they're still playing that angle. Whereas like in today, it's like, okay, that happened. If that happened six weeks ago, they would have been on to a new feud by now. I just looked up the card. Do you want to know what we're in for? All right, let's go. All right. Spoiler alert for SummerSlam 92. <laughs> so if, you, if you're waiting to watch that, please close your ears at this point. Uh, I won't mention who wins, but uh, we got Duggan and the Bushwhackers. Duggan and the Bushwhackers. Against okay. the Mountie, Nasty Boys. So none of those guys are currently in a feud. Right now, the Mountie is feuding with Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Duggan, we haven't seen him. Yeah. But, nor have we seen the Bushwhackers, and the Nasty Boys are feuding with high energy right now. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't make sense. I guess we'll maybe see that coming up. Papa Shango okay. fights Tito Santana. Okay. And he's feuding with the Warrior right now. Yeah. So that's a little weird. We get LOD versus Money Inc. So not the Bel- Beverly Brothers. Not the Beverly Brothers and not the Natural Disaster. Yeah. Nails versus Virgil, not the boss man. Okay. So the so they've already passed through the boss man. Or maybe they're building to it. I don't know. Okay. This is this is confusing. Well I'm thinking we're in what is this? This is June. Mm-hmm. And okay, so it's only like another month and a half. August 29th, 1992. And this is the Wembley Stadium England show. Oh, okay. Martell versus Shawn Michaels. Interesting. Ego versus Ego and heel versus heel. Yeah, or does one of them turn face? I don't think so. I don't know. The Disasters versus the Beverly Brothers. So they kind of exchanged opponents because hmm. Legion of Doom is fighting Money Incorporated at the show. Interesting. We get Crush versus Repo Man, which is just team up. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> you're right there. You're all, you're even in the same ring. Yeah, you're in the ring. You just look down at your gimmicks, yes. rip them off, and have <laughs> underneath them your, your apocalyptic road warrior crap. Ding, 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 ding. Just play the music. Just play the music. Yeah. Yeah. They'll feel it. Trust me. Here comes the crush, and here comes the <laughs> smash. <laughs> That's all they need. Yeah, just replace the word. Uh, the Warrior versus Savage. Interesting. The Warrior versus Savage. I remember that. Yeah, because that's a rematch of WrestleMania Seven. Okay. Okay. Because that was the that was the match that uh, retired the Macho Man for a while. Yeah. The Undertaker versus Kamala. I knew that. Yeah. Not the Berserker. Not the Berserker. Tatanka will fight the Berserker, not Rick Martel, and the Berserker won't be fighting the Undertaker. And we get the Bulldog versus Hart. Okay. We have Bret Hart versus the Bulldog, so it's face face, and the Intercontinental Championship ends the night. Yeah. So clearly, all of these feuds that we are watching right now, we are not 
going to see a payoff for on TV. I guess not. I guess the idea was this is the house show tour. Yeah. And that's when you paid for it. Why would SummerSlam be the same event that you and I would have seen at the Spectrum? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. So, if, you know, if we went to Philly and saw this show that we're seeing all these feuds, mm-hmm. why would we buy the pay-per-view if it was the same matches? That is what I'm guessing they're thinking was for the time. Yeah. Um. I Well, they, I mean, they've been doing the build for these a lot of these feuds for so long it seems like because we're on week nine and some of these feuds uh you know started when we first our first episode so that's you know that's two months right there and it doesn't seem like they're going anywhere anytime soon with any of these so i feel like the build for SummerSlam is going to be pretty quick it'd have to be very quick so yeah i think what we're watching is the build for the house show Okay. Like that was the business model. We're watching what we what we want to buy tickets for, but it I guess it wouldn't make sense to if the show that we just bought tickets for was also SummerSlam. Why would we yeah. buy the pay-per-view? Gotcha. It'd be a brand new show. So I'm guessing. I don't know. I'm not there and I'm not a wrestling promoter. I'm not gonna be one of those guys here. I'm like, yeah, I know. You know what they should have done, Than? <laughs> Take it no. from these two music teachers. <laughs> know nothing about this except for we just grew up watching it. Yeah, hold up, Vince, with your th- three generations of promotion and, and seventy years of experience. Well, I mean, you you did come up with the uh, the the Matador or Mantar versus the Matador, yeah, which I think well, is genius. Yeah, that is genius. You're right. <laughs> Move over, Vince. We could have done this. We could have done this. I, yeah, totally done your job. <laughs> Pre-med Vince, a touch of Grey's Anatomy, a kick uh, to the higher abdomen. The higher abdomen. <laughs> it's not the area this time, but it is, it's got to be in the higher abdomen. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching House one week, and they're like, uh, I'm sorry, sir, we're going to have to remove your higher abdomen. <laughs> no. No. Not the higher abdomen. Uh. Virgil does not end with his version of the million dollar dream, whatever he's calling it, the stimulus check or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> he ends it with a neckbreaker. Is it a neckbreaker? I thought it was a side Russian leg sweep. It may have been. They didn't call it anything. He just did it and the, the match was over. No million dollar dream. He's moving away from DiBiase, I guess. Oh. <laughs> closing we got the video uh, package for the 1992 battle of the superstars and to sell this <laughs> they have showed us what is in this this video i am rushing right out to the video store right now to, to go and buy this tape uh because bushwhackers do aerobics <laughs> is what they they're trying to get me to do and, and buy here i would wait in line around the block for hours to go and buy this simply just to throw it out on my way out the door oh my god this this segment and they show you the whole segment <laughs> yes the whole thing in there how much did they pay those women to just sit there and take that while they like just bound their way around the aerobics room just like complete idiots it's it's awful it's pretty it's bad. Absolutely awful. And the camera has to like stay f- like basically on the ground, tilted up, so they don't appear. So the camera people don't appear in any of the mirrors, and the whole place is mirrored. Yeah. So the camera angles are weird. The cuts are weird. Yeah. There's there's no script. They're just improvising this thing about how they can't keep up with the aerobic exercise. Yeah. Just stomp around the room and act like complete idiots, and we can sell that on a videotape. And those tapes are kind of cool because you got some matches that you wouldn't have seen anywhere else. Else. Mm-hmm. So I used to rent these things, but I don't remember like the horrible vignettes of bushwhackers doing aerobics and things like that. I wonder, would this video have some of our present feuds on it or would they be older feuds, do you think? They'd be older than this, but they probably would have had like the last house show loop. So eventually they'll be peddling some other video that has the feuds that we're watching. We're at the halfway point, so we're back in the event center and we got the natural disasters. Yeah. In promo number one. Yeah. Uh, promo against Money Inc. Um, and I kind of like this promo. They went into the whole, this is why we want the belts. Like you guys want the belts just for money because you're Money Inc. We want the belts for the pride and the honor. And, you know, that's a very baby face thing to do, but, it, you know, it works. Yeah, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I was like, eh, not bad. Not where I was expecting it to go. Yeah, you got a double. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't strike out on that one. I'll give you a double for that one. Promo number two is Papa Karma, the good godfather. Yeah. We got Shango. Yes. And uh, he's 
teaching voodoo. I, I don't think he like I like his promos. I will say I do like his promos, but I don't think with his gimmick right now at that point, I don't think he could really have have a bad promo. All he has to do is talk about voodoo because voodoo's scary. Yeah. You know, if he does that and he talks about curses and he talks about voodoo and there's a lot more to come and beware, like that's all he needs to do. That's an easy promo. He has powerful powers, <laughs> which I thought was a fun sentence. More powerful than you thought. My powers are powerful. Yes. I have very powerful powers. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's true. He's got a creepy gimmick and it works. It'd be funny if they look kind of like crossed gimmicks and he's like, you know how you have so many like mirror ego characters right now? Oh, yeah. Turn Papa Shango into like the pretty boy ego character. <laughs> <laughs> look at my skull. <laughs> he carries around a mirror for the skull yeah (laughs) the women love my skull and snake yeah yeah. check out my top hat it's all the rage yes do you admire the trash bag on yeah it's it's trash chic it's trash chic (laughs) it's awesome that's great We got some good stuff that's about to happen. <laughs> it's the Berserker. The Berserker's in the house. <laughs> it's, uh, red type uh, Bruce Mitchell. Yes. In some uh, version of modern art. So this is where I started to realize that my IWDB is not as accurate as it may be. Because if you look up Bruce Mitchell, it's got... Um, uh, one match to his name, which is not this match. Hmm. And then there's, it also has him listed uh, under another name uh, and where he dons a mask and he goes by Agent Orange. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the war crime. Yes, he, he is a war crime. Uh. So I've, I, I tried to look him up in other places, but... Uh, uh, there was nothing else there but yeah it only has him like with this one match i was like well that can't be right if he had another name and of course we're not watching the match that they have listed maybe it's a different bruce mitchell or was there a picture of him no there was a picture of him so he was there but uh yes the berserker just uh uh takes him down very quickly uh i like uh, fuji is playing the um uh, the greatest manager ever by just saying, hurt him more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Berserker goes over to him. He's like, I'm, I'm beating him up. He's like, go hurt him more. <laughs> you're, you're an awesome manager, Fuji. You know what you're doing over there. To add insult to injury, poor Bruce Mitchell over here. Vince is making fun of his lack of muscle tone. <laughs> they actually get his arms tied in the ropes. Like the Berserker's tried this a couple times and hasn't been able to tie the guy up. Yeah. But uh, Mitchell's tied up in there before he boots him. Lots of big power moves. Yeah, it just just beats the crap out of him and uh, throws him out of the ring for the count out. See, I like the idea of I like guys who just didn't pin people because everybody pins somebody. Mm-hmm. So if there was a, a cool submission or like the mandible claw was a cool one, you know, just like a different way to end the match. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the problem I have with the count out is. You're never going to win anything other than the match. No, you're not winning any titles. Yeah, you're never going to win a title. Yeah, doesn't work. I mean, that's going to be a bitch and a half in a cage match. <laughs> to throw the guy out. <laughs> and then you lose, right? You throw the guy over the top and he hits the floor. You've lost the cage match. Yeah, this 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 uh, this finish doesn't have longevity. Holy shit, a cage match is the opposite Royal Rumble. Yeah. A Royal Rumble, you, throw, you go over the top and hit the floor... You're out. Yeah. In a uh, cage match, you go over the top and hit the floor. You win. You win. Never notice that. That's true. That's true. Then what did they do? What if they ever do a caged Royal Rumble? Yeah, they, they would never end. <laughs> it would never, end. never ever end. We can't get anybody out of this thing. <laughs> we didn't think this through. Rumble in a cell. Uh, this isn't going to work, dude. <laughs> you can't, no, the no. can't hit the floor. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't make any sense. I like how the the berserker at the end of this, uh, he does like his bounce off the ropes and everything um, because he's berserk. Uh, He like flails himself to the floor and he immediately sits up and checks his pulse. Yeah, am I okay? (laughs) Am I still alive? I was like, what is that? He's checking his pulse as he's hussing. (laughs) (laughs) That's him catching his breath, huss. 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 (laughs) He's trying to slow down his pulse. I'm tired. 
I'm tired. Don't bother, don't bother me. I never liked this gimmick. I never really cared for him. And uh, oh. oh, well. Still don't. Yeah. T- time hasn't helped that. Yeah. Uh, and then and here it is. The en- This is it. Yeah. This- the end of LOD. Stick a fork in them. They're done. The jumping of the shark of the Legion of Doom. Uh, we get a video from uh, the apocalypse of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Chicago like burned in the early '90s, just burned completely to the ground. Yeah, we were unaware of it because they are just in this mass of mangled wreck that they are calling Chicago. Yeah, this is like World War C. <laughs> exactly. Awful. It's like, yeah, some kind of apocalypse has happened to Chicago. Yeah, and they're they're calling it. It's a mess. It's a, yeah, this is a mess. Yes. And they don't really know what to do with this bit because the Legion of Doom are assuming that the town has gone kind of to hell, like where they grew up, and it's kind of fallen into slums. Mm -hmm. Ellering is approaching this promo like, this is where you came from. You came from this burned-out husk. You you grew up in the apocalypse. Yeah. So, like, they're not on the same page of what the story is. Like, LOD is like, this used to be our place. This is where we grew up, and look what happened. Mm -hmm. And Ellering is approaching it like, you came from this destroyed apocalypse, and that's why you're so tough mm-hmm. and then they find the goddamn dummy they find this <laughs> friggin puppet oh uh, it 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 doesn't it, it doesn't make sense because everything's burned and mangled around it and this doll comes out like a little ragged but really not you could you know it's obviously just been placed there it's not like they, they should have been at least like dusted it up or like had some rips in it or something but it's like a perfectly normal looking dummy with like ratty matty hair i i mean led goes away for a while they come back let's make them even tougher we'll bring back this Mm -hmm. uh megalomaniac manager who just looks like he's an evil mastermind from friggin ming the merciless yeah he's a perfect uh, uh manager type for this type of uh tag team and you take this guy who looks looks like he has like plans upon plans upon plans, mm-hmm. and how he's just like he's got the inside track of evil, and you gotta give him a goddamn puppet. <laughs> I just <laughs> can't believe it. Walk around with. Why did they feel like because they were doing fine? You know, you, you when they come out for their matches, they're getting a huge pop from the crowd. They've got a good feud going with with the Beverly Brothers right now, who are a team that we've said in the past can go. So you know it's going to be a good match. It's it's only going to build them up uh, even more, whether they win or lose in the end. You know it's going to be a good match. So why do you think they feel felt they needed to add this puppet to the equation? You got a team that for eight weeks have been calling you a sissy. And you're going to show up with a puppet. <laughs> They're right. They are right. They're right. They're absolutely right. But I'm, I'm on Team Beverly from now on. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. Screw the LOD, man. The LOD. It's LOP. Yeah. It's Legion of Puppets. <laughs> yes. It's goddamn Avenue Q. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And Ellering picks it up, and he's like, this is the best thing that's happened to the Legion of Doom. Yes. This is your reminder of where you came from. Isn't the mangled wreck enough? These guys don't need any help knowing that they're they're from some kind of post-apocalyptic nightmare. Yeah. They got face paint. They got spikes. These aren't people who are like forgot where they came from. It's not like LOD showing up yeah. in a suit. Of course, the puppet's in red and black, too. So, you know, they're color-coordinated <laughs> with the puppet. <laughs> I, I can understand if, like, Hawk showed up to a match, like, dressed in L.L. Bean... <laughs> and and you know animals wearing some brooks brothers and ellering's like no 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 we got to bring you back to yeah you know, we're constantly wearing back to your roots post-apocalyptic stuff yeah they, if if they had gone through you know uh, a late teens phase like you're not my real dad <laughs> you know they didn't have they didn't have any of that there was no reason for this oh, it, the why I, I just why i don't know this is just why awful. I'm not looking forward to seeing the puppet. The at, puppet's at awful. It's, it's awful. And uh, the closed captioning actually gives me the spelling of the puppet. It's Rocco, but it's R-A-K-O. Is Rocco. R-A-K-O? Uh, I have it written as R-O-C-K-O. So That's what I thought it was. In and, the USA. Uh, 
Yeah. But with the closed captioning on, they spell it R R A K O. Well, you know, I'm sure there's more to come with the puppet, but for right now, we've we've got a puppet. How did this make air? How did Vince look at this and go like, "Yes, give him a puppet." They need something else. They need a puppet. God damn it! There's something they need. Yeah. <laughs> when did Child's Play come out? The only thing I could think of. Yeah, you know, even it does kind of look like like a Chucky, like a child. Yeah, Chucky. 1988. We're not even close. He's four years behind the curve. Well, that that would make sense with some of his his choices. <laughs> I saw this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, half a decade ago yeah we're gonna bring you guys out in the delorean (laughs) (laughs) god damn it uh all right enough enough of the puppet Uh, enough of the puppet when i saw the puppet come out i i wrote peanut butter (laughs) i saw that on your news god damn it uh yeah Red tight uh, J.A. Gooden is in the ring and out comes with no music. Nails with the Z. Nails with a Z. That makes him hardcore. And here's another reason why my IWDB uh, is not working for me because J.A. Gooden Mm -hmm. is in the IWDB but doesn't have any matches to his name. (laughs) Well, I I don't know if this counts because he basically killed... Yes, he, he pretty much just gets killed by nails the whole time. He basically is just choking him the entire time. Yeah, lots of rips, lots of chokes. Yeah. Uh, the finisher surprised me. Nails pulls from his the pocket of his, and he's still wearing, I don't know why he's wearing his prison outfit. Yeah. Uh, but from the prison outfit's pocket, he pulls out a bar of soap. Drops it in front of uh, J.A. <laughs> no! <laughs> it's, it's the most horrific finish I've ever seen. Fed's over to pick it up. What do they call this finish? <laughs> it, it was horrible. I didn't know they could air that on Saturday mornings. They can't. They can't. Uh, it's just all blurred. Uh, like, it's, it, the foreign object you use shouldn't be like brass knuckles. Or, you should just shiv the guy with a sharpened toothbrush. <laughs> Oh, the ref isn't looking. Just rips yeah. back and forth between the ribs. Yeah. But we get the uh, use of the nightstick after the bell, and they're doing, I guess his thing isn't setting people on fire like Shango's. It's, uh, no. he just beats them to the point where they have to stretcher him out. Because I think yes. this is the second time that they've had to stretcher out a red tight. Yeah, you see the stretcher come in there. They've got multiple refs in the ring trying to stop him from killing this guy. And it's not working. And this is the first time, like, Vince says what we've been saying <laughs> yeah. for, like, the past three weeks with Nails. is like, he has no place in the WWF. He should still be locked up. Yeah, yeah he's right. He's right. How did he get out? Yeah, how did he get out? He's trying to kill people here. <laughs> I mean, his parole meeting should just have had the recordings of him saying, when I get out, I'm going to kill you, boss man. <laughs> Yeah. He's told everybody he's going to commit a crime. Um, we're not letting you out. Yeah. It's not the best way to to maintain your parole. Yeah. I mean, you signed them to a contract. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't belong here. <laughs> You're paying him. You should not have a WWF contract. Well, you know, you could do something about that. <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> the replay wasn't of any moves. It was just of Nails' spitting face. Yes. And Vince says exactly what I was thinking. That's a replay? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I know the commentary was done at, at a different time in a booth. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're green screen. They're not really yeah. uh, perfect. And Vince aren't really at the at the place doing live commentary. Yeah. Uh, so that is probably a real reaction to seeing the cut show that they're doing. And he's like, that's the replay. <laughs> Somebody backstage is laughing like, yep, that's the replay. Deal with it. Always be closing. We get a video of WBF. It's It, it just won't die. No. Um, just in case, like the rest of the planet, you missed a pay-per-view you can get the uh coliseum home video oh i can't wait can't wait with a big wbf uh magazine cameo photo shoot yeah they're like well maybe just muscular men isn't selling anything <laughs> maybe boobs yeah we'll try that we'll go with boobs yeah that makes sense. Maybe that will sell this magazine. Yeah. We got red tight royalty, my friend. Uh, here he is. He's back in action. The uh, man who will be Gilberg, Dwayne Gill, who I swear we've seen more than anybody, period. 
Like, we've seen more Dwayne Gill matches than any other superstar. He's following him around at this point. I would have thought we would have seen, like, tons of Barry Horowitz at this point, and it's been all Dwayne Gill. No, we've only had one Barry. Yeah. Dwayne is the man, and he's going against the Texas Tornado. Yes, he is. We finally get the Texas Tornado back. He's, well, this is, uh, this is week nine, and I think we've seen him. This is his third time. Yeah being in action so i guess that's that's about right the big thing was that giant space like we saw him the first or second week and then there was this huge space where we didn't see him at all mm -hmm. i don't think he's in the credits right now no nah. we just f figured he was done with the company and then he came back out of nowhere saying he had rededicated his life to various things to jesus and wwf yes yeah <laughs> Uh, the ladies love him. The dude, milfs are taking pictures nonstop. He like picks up some seventeen-year-old in the in the aisle. Yeah, there's two yeah. groups. There's, the, there's like the the teeny boppers and the Karen. Yeah, plenty of them. If you're seventeen or if you're forty-seven, yeah, you're in the Texas Tornado demographic. Yes, you're in the Kerry Von Eric fan club. Yeah, Gilbert makes him look great. Gilbert does a, a really good job here. He even gets a couple of offensive moves in. Yeah, he gets a couple shots right before the finisher. Yeah. Yeah, which is the woman's right who knows it's the same yeah, it's the woman's right it's, it's lacey evans punch oh that's what what that has come to if carrie was of this era like modern day mm -hmm. that would have been a great pairing mm -hmm. oh yeah you have carrie von eric the texas tornado and the southern bell lacey evans that would have been great oh yeah that would make sense. That would have worked. Perfect alludes to how Kerry Von Erich is the second generation wrestler and second generation wrestlers are the best yes. gen <laughs> wrestlers, alluding to himself, of course, as well. I don't think we mentioned it last time, but um, I guess it was the Father's Day week where they gave a shout out to his dad. Yeah. They were giving lots of Larry the Axe Henning shout outs. I just thought that was funny because they don't they don't mention, you know, Larry the Axe this week, but they, they, meant, they mentioned fritz mm -hmm. uh for for carrie but uh they don't say anything about larry the axe yeah perfect just goes into uh, second generation wrestlers are the best ones you know that's <laughs> right tornado throws the roundhouse right for the finish and we are out dr harvey wilfelman is out i like how they let harvey talk because he doesn't have to say much but he's he's just so he's so snide in his remarks that it's just like you know whatever he says he's got this like uh, I am the greatest vibed. He's just perfectly annoying. Yes, exactly. He's got that, you want to punch him or about him. Yep. And here comes your, your favorite. Oh my God. Kimchi and Kamala <laughs> versus uh, Johnny Blade, straight from Street Fighter. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Kind of a combination of Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat is Johnny Blade. Yes, it made him very hard to look up. <laughs> yeah. I, I just kept getting caught in like a, a, a lot of porn stars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I couldn't really find the wrestler, but uh, you know, I was uh, I was lost for about an hour and a half. And yeah, you, <laughs> you got distracted. I gotta find this Johnny Blade character. I don't know where I am. But it's great. <laughs> it's in a lot of movies. Yes, he's a lot. Of Don't know if it's the same guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Johnny Blade is is uh, top of the class. If we could have been a wrestler, this dude is uh, no no body to him. No, he does not have a blade type body. No, the best thing about him is his name. We got two really good red tight names. Mm -hmm. so we got uh, Danger and Blade. Danger and Blade. They should have been a tag team. Yeah. Before uh, Johnson and Chico. <laughs> uh, Vince is pushing body stars because I guess like the pay-per-view buy is bad mm -hmm. he's trying to get people to buy the video cassette please I, the only thing left is to try to keep the show on the air I guess yeah he mentions Jane Fonda is gonna do some stuff with body stars and uh, he mentions billionaire Ted hmm did Ted Turner buy WCW yet? I believe he did. I thought so. Yeah, I, he, he bought it pretty early uh, in the 90s. I kind of think he might have bought it in the late 80s. I'll have to look that up. Yeah, because he's he's pushing his wife hmm. for body stars. Yeah. Because she was like Miss Workout, Jane Fonda 20-minute workout thing. That's true. Yeah, it'd be weird. I know Nitro hasn't aired yet, so they're not like head-to-head -head or anything. Yeah, there's no, there's no real competition there, so maybe he didn't feel like... It was that big of a deal. Kamala isn't as lost. He's not doing the thing where he's like all of a sudden clueless of where he is, like, no. which is a shame. But he does a ton of belly smacking this time. Yes, around. he loves the belly snack smacking. Oh, it's great. And the belly snacking. So. <laughs> High choke, the head slam right into the mat. Yes, just all very, very savage, very uh, primal moves. There's, there's no 
um, technique to any of them, but I, I love how Vince just goes. He he knows just enough to get away with wrestling. <laughs> yeah, Kamal has his act so much so down. After every uh, movie does, he goes back to Kim Chi and Harvey to like. Did I do good? And what do I do next? <laughs> yes. And they and they're like, go, you know, kill him some more. No, you still have to yeah. go get him. Like he's still looking for validation of am I if am I doing anything right in here? <laughs> you, you threw me in here. I got this guy. I'm beating him up. Is this good? I just I I you know if there was if this was all le- legitimate, okay, mm-hmm. you know it, like. You, you know, obviously, you know, with the, the scripting and everything, it just makes it's it's for sensationalism. We get that. But let's say, you know, the World Wrestling Federation is a legitimate company. Yes. And it's looking for wrestlers for its legitimate wrestling company. Right. Who's there at the front door saying this guy from the Uganda jungle <laughs> that knows nothing about wrestling and is just going to go in there, and beat the crap out of people. You know, not even know how to pin them. Oh, yeah, sure. We'll sign them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this guy over here that just got out of jail and wants to kill people. Oh, yeah. He does, does he know any wrestling moves? No. no. He's just going to strangle them to death. Yeah, yeah. yeah sign him up. <laughs> I mean, the act is so good. The fact that his finisher puts the guy on the wrong end of his body that he can't get pinned <laughs> until he rolls him. Exactly. And then he doesn't even understand that he won or he's actually pinned because he just continues to roll the guy. Yeah. He thinks rolling is what he should be doing, <laughs> not pitting. If you roll him over three times, he wins the match. Oh, it's the best act in wrestling. I love Kamala so much. That's the problem, though. The the act, you can't watch this for any length of time. You, know, you mm-hmm. Give him his two months, and then he's off to the next territory. Because, yeah. you know, 14 years later, he still doesn't know how to pin anybody. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't learned anything in 14 years. Not, not a lot of longevity. You're not going to get Undertaker-like distance out of Kamala. No, not at all. Yeah, we're in the event center for the final time, and we get uh, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels promo, um, good one. He does a little does a little singing at the beginning, a little baby face, um, uh, with the mirror carried by Sherry. Now um, he does he doesn't mention Bret Hart. No, in this promo, this is just a regular, very generic promo. I'm better than you kind of you know hate me because i'm better than you i'm not gonna talk to any of you i'm not gonna you know uh you want to come up and and shut me down well you won't get that chance it's kind of funny we're talking about how much his gimmick is like martel and that's going to be the SummerSlam match yeah that's interesting pretty cool who's who's the bigger ego i guess we'll find out right uh and we get sarge sarge is gonna end the show (laughs) sarge ends the show for some reason (laughs) yeah and it's just an awful, awful promo. He's thankful that he's got um, USA. He's like, I, I see all these people and, uh, you know, they're telling me that I've got my country back. So that's his first allusion uh, to, uh, I guess, his old, you know, heel character. Yeah, it's been a year. Yeah, he's got USA behind him again, is basically what he's saying in this promo after, you know, he was an Iraqi sympathizer. He goes into his whole bit on the Mountie. Um, he cannot say electrocution. Yes. He says it twice and it comes out as electrocution. Electrocution machine. The electrocution machine. He says it twice. And like, don't, you know, you, you missed it the first time. Shock stick. Yes, shock stick. Sarge, come here, come here. Right. <laughs> Cut. Come here, Sarge. We're, we're not going to do the electrocution machine. Shock stick. Just do shock stick. No, I got this. I got this. Electrocution. Electrocution. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. And then he does the whole promo. And right at the end of the promo, he's going off on the mountain. And he's like, he forgot to thank his fans. Yeah. Right at the end, he's just like, and here's to my fans. Out. Out. Royal Mounted Maggot was my favorite part of the <laughs> called the Mounty the Royal Mounted Maggot. Nice. So that was that was an interesting way to to end the show. That ends it. Did you like the episode, Than? Um, it had some higher points. It was not like last week where it was just kind of like blah. Um, this one, you know, we didn't have any extra build, but we had some good uh, um, 
some good sightings in this one, I'll say. Yeah, it was kind of a, it was a marking time one, but not as boring as the mm-hmm. mark time one of of last week. Yeah. We, we didn't get uh, you know any real furthering of any story. We just got to see the people again. Yeah. But we're probably at the end of the tour. You can't really start a uh, a feud. Yeah, I'm interested to see in the next I'm assuming it's going to have to come in the next couple of weeks. Um, you know, the build towards SummerSlam. Yeah. Cuz now that they've mentioned it, there's got a they're they're definitely starting to think about some type of build towards it. You know, the big takeaway for me this week was the dummy god damn it don't 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 let it get you down man don't let it get you down i hate this dummy so much yeah match of the night match of the night for me was the nasty boys match i thought that was good had a little bit of everything and i i thought it was a good showing by the nasty boys despite the fact that you thought they got a little tired towards the end i i thought they had uh you know a uh, a good showing and a, a good finish. My match, of course, is Kamala. It's Kamala until it's not. <laughs> but I, if it's not Kamala, I'd actually go with Virgil. Yeah. Like, Virgil had a great match. Virgil almost killed Headbanger Thrash. <laughs> he did. Whether or not it just looked good or... Let's just say it looked like it hurt. Yeah. And whether or not that was because it did or it just looked really good, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying you know, he's all baby faced up. I thought he was a little bit more edgy. Mm. Virgil looking good. That's got to be hard. Yeah. So I'm also giving Red Tide tonight to, for, to uh, Glenn. I would too. Glenn Ruth, our future headbanger, for making Virgil look like a million bucks. Yes. I will give it to Glenn Ruth too. I, I give it more to him just because he's going to be Thrasher. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll give him some credit for making Virgil look good there too, as well. I wonder if this is how it starts. Like, are you okay, Glenn? Nah, I bang my head. Wait a minute. <laughs> I got it. We've got something. I got a headbanger. Yeah, we got to find a friend. Yeah, this is genius. Yeah. Not the genius. I don't want to work with him, but no, no, no. the idea is genius. <laughs> the idea is genius. Uh, next week, what do we got? We got Crush. We got an interview with the Repo Man. We seem to get an interview with the Repo Man every single week. So why is that a big deal? I don't know. I get, Vince must have been in love with this character. Uh, I don't like it. Be like, I don't know. Smash was nothing. <laughs> this, this, this is who you are. Yeah. Uh, Papa Shango. Yep. It will be there. We get an update of uh, the big boss man. Yeah. I wonder if this one will be over the phone by Perfect again, or will we actually see the big boss man this time? It would be nice to see him because that Perfect yeah. phone call was awful. Yeah, it was. And uh, we get Bret Hart. Yeah. I'm going to just put money down right now that Bret Hart opens the show. Most likely. With this lineup. Yeah, you're going to have to start with Bret Hart. They like to start with the baby faces. Just so they can get the pop out of the crowd. Of this time period, Brett is the champion you see. Yes. Because you're not going to see the world champion. You got to pay money for him. Yeah. You know, Brock Lesnar was champion and you never saw him on, on TV because his contract says he gets to wrestle twice a year and get paid billions. Yeah. I was okay with that. Yeah. Because I kind of like the idea that the champion's only going to show up on the, like the marquee event. Yeah. And the secondary championship actually got some airtime. It meant something. Yeah. It made, it made the, the Intercontinental Championship seem like it was... Uh, worth more. I agree. Yeah. I kind of like the idea of the belt that they defend weekly on television and the uh, the belt that you need to pay for, the marquee belt. Like, you mm-hmm. shouldn't see that on Raw every week. You shouldn't see no. that. Like, you can see the champion. You just, you pay to watch him wrestle. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's that's something that could, with as many championships as they have floating around the, the company right now, I think that'd be a really good idea. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, way too many belts right now. Too many belts. Too many. Too many belts. It's like a TJ Maxx in here. It's <laughs> everywhere. Yes. All right. Well, that was June twenty seventh, nineteen ninety two, from the Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Victor Cops Coliseum. My name's Dan. I'm Dumb. And uh, Sayonara Undertaker Shawn Michaels has left the building. <laughs>